0: Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things,
1: a weekly podcast doused in alcohol
0: and lit with knowledge.
2: Clinkies! Hello. Hello.
1: What's up, everybody?
0: Episode 33. Motherfucking
1: 33 beep, of them. Beep. Yeah, we're killing it. Yes. Yah yah yeah. So last last two episodes have been was one massive episode that yeah. we cut in half. So well, it,
0: was te- it was still two episodes. It was two
1: full big boys.
0: But yeah, it was yeah. You didn't get both of us on one episode. Yeah.
1: But this time potentially you will. Yeah, and hopefully. Hopefully, we'll we see never what really know. Who, uh, as you can tell, we don't know what. Just because we don't if,
0: if there if both of ours run super
1: long. It, only, it just makes sense.
0: Yeah, we don't really want to make you deal with a yeah. two-hour episode.
1: Yeah, and if you heard that in the background, that's Jon Snow. He's our dog. He's on this podcast. Drogo will make some noise at some point, too. Kiki will probably come up here.
0: Yeah, Drogo's just chilling on the floor. I bet he's going to yeah, start we'll snoring. Yeah, we probably just ruin that.
1: Yeah, you're going to get some nice little ASMR We're in a different snores. setup at the moment. We're Yeah. Well, yeah. we... We just be trying to always switch shit up and, you know, figure out the best way to do this thing.
0: Yeah, but we're in the kitchen, so we the hopefully kitchens. we don't sound echoey.
1: If it does, email us and tell us to stop doing it. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> so it's it's spooky season. It's Halloween Yeah, Day. middle of October right now. My
0: favorite time. Yes. We finally.
1: You're literally drinking out of a wine glass that says, make booze, please.
0: More booze.
1: More booze, More please. More booze. It's like, I B- make
0: B O O S, and there's a booze. ghost on it. Yes. More booze, please. Yes.
1: It's going to be nice.
0: Yes, this is my favorite time of the year. Yes. What's this? What's this? Oh, yeah, we're finally getting some cooler weather. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God.
0: Kentucky was like fall.
1: Oh, geez. I was the soggiest man in Kentucky for uh, ever.
0: You get summer until. Christmas, yeah,
1: and and maybe even until New Year's. But today it it's so chilly. Hot. Yeah, it's like in the fifties today. It's a perfect fall day, a nice day for a podcast. Nice day to do a little podcasting.
0: You know, what's not nice the fly that's flying around my yeah, head right now.
1: We're gonna. It's like that episode of Breaking Bad in our house where they're just after the fly the whole time.
0: Oh, speaking of Breaking Bad,
1: yeah, that was a nice segue right there. It was. You're welcome.
0: El Camino, so
1: good. If y'all have not, if y'all are fans of Breaking Bad's, it's the. It's the, the movie that The dropped. continuation.
0: We obviously won't give any spoilers no or spoilers, anything, spoiler but it was Zone. good. It's a different podcast. It was really good.
1: I, I recommend it. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, you'll love it. It's perfect. It, it just feels so, just like more yeah, Breaking Bad. It's it was, perfect.
0: Never thought we were going to have any more Breaking Bad. It was nice to have a little. Yeah. Oh, it, it's bad. It
1: hits so perfectly. Additionally, The Joker has come out. Yeah. Big controversial movie. Big movie. We saw it. We saw it. I loved it.
0: I'm on the fence.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, it's an intriguing movie, and I'm a diehard comic book guy. I'm a diehard movie guy, and I loved it.
0: I also took a can of wine in my purse, mm-hmm. and maybe, maybe I wasn't as focused as I should have been.
1: I noted that your focus level was not as acute as mine, but outside of that, you did great.
0: I thought my focus level was very cute. <laughs> <laughs> your focus level is always really cute. <laughs> But yeah, we uh we watched a few movies yeah. uh, including We Cannot Stop Watching, which is God. not new. It's so old what and we've, is going I've I've seen it 27,000 times. I have now. But Sweeney Todd. I feel you. No, we'll get <laughs> That's as much as we're we can do with sued. the royalty free. No, but uh, I it's uh, if you don't know what it is it's a a horror based musical basically if you and, don't know what
1: it is fuck you go watch it it's so good
0: and yeah tim burton did a, a movie tim burton's of it. and yep. i johnny Debsky's. It's a musical and I fucking, i'm fucking obsessed i've always been and i don't know we just busted out my
1: old halloween what, so dvds i don't remember how it happened we, we were one of us was singing there it was on and then now it's just yeah. such a thing
0: well i think we i busted out my old dvds
1: yeah, we've been watching DVDs like, on the PS4. Yeah. A lot of, I have, they're stacked up in our living well, room. because I have it's like a,
0: a huge stack of horror DVDs in this time of Did year. Did you say horror DVDs? Yeah, horror DVDs. I haven't
1: seen any of those.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Come um, on. No, but I'm I like, why? I'm not going to buy them again when I, we right. still have a way of watching we've,
1: them. And we've probably felt, fallen victim to that before, too. And
0: I will say that the TV has been shit for scary movies. Yeah. It is. October.
1: Step your Game I up, should be all able channels. to always
0: find a horror movie on the TV.
1: Yeah. I have, I will, I will just full disclosure, I have seen Hocus Pocus on a couple of times and like scrolled real quick so you wouldn't Dick. see it. Cause I just know what that means. I haven't what that watched means. it yet. I just know what that That's means like for me. My
0: fa- one of, that is my favorite Halloween movie.
1: book.
0: <laughs> but I, but I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna have yeah, to do we'll that. We'll make,
1: we'll make time to watch it. I think this will be the first. Like, Halloween, that we've both been at the crib. Yeah, we've we both always been friend. doing you stuff. We going to
0: hand out candy. We're going to hand out candy.
1: We'll live stream the whole thing on our Instagram. Oh, God. No, we won't. Yes, we will. No. Yeah, We're still
0: trying to decide me. what to dress up as because we want to dress up. Cute couples. Cute, no. spooky couples. Well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've spent uh, a couple nights making little... Um, ghost tissue ghost yeah they super Does anybody cute. else i made, do this? and
1: just for the record i made six of them so and what's up like two i made like but if, six
0: maybe it's i don't even know if it's like where we're at like or if it's a crafty thing it's probably all it's over probably pinterest i bet everybody thing. did it yeah it's a but I, we always did it as kids, so it's yeah, not I like never did. i did not come up with it because of pinterest yeah. we did this back before and i wish
1: i would have been more into but, crafts i like crafts now i wish i would have been more into crafts well
0: i should also explain what it is in case no one knows what i'm talking about they do you take like a tissue Make a ghost out of it. You, no, you take like a. well, you take a sucker, preferably um, the tootsie roll pops because they don't have the yeah, little yeah. They don't thing have that JoJo Siwa thing going on. Yeah, yeah nobody <laughs> knows what you're talking about. That's fine. Uh, and you you wrap a tissue around it and you tie a little thing on it around the stem and then you draw a little ghost face
1: and it's spooky. And
0: then it makes your little trick or treat
1: baskets look mm. cute. Mm-hmm. And our our front yard is killing it. We've done we've done more than everybody in the whole neighborhood. I'm yeah. Andrea has been putting it out there. Y'all. I like to go.
0: I do Halloween just as big as I do Christmas.
1: Yeah, if not a little bit bigger.
0: No, I think I have more. I have way more Christmas
1: decorations. Yeah. Uh, I actually, do like I seven
0: trees. That. I have definitely more have Christmas we
1: decorations. no more trees. You are at your tree <laughs> but okay. capacity.
0: But I ha- We have multiple inflatables. Yeah. I got the lights. Spooky ass cow out there. Freaking. All my lights were dead this year. Yeah. I was, like, but trying to bust them all out,
1: and yeah, none of them were working. That's lame. So stupid. We bought some new ones. Well. A couple of new ones. Also, speaking of Halloween, mm-hmm. we are going Another to Another good transition. Bang, bang, bang. We are going to be featured on this year's Hillbilly Horror Stories Halloween special. Yeah. So that's uh, Jerry and Tracy Polly's podcast from Hillbilly Horror Stories. They're
0: so so. Yeah, they're so the friggin' nice. best.
1: They've always taken care of us. Uh, so that is going to be dropping. I think last year dropped on the thirtieth. So it might probably the thirtieth, thirtieth, yeah. thirty first. Go check it out. And uh, at the end of this episode, we're also going to be plugging Jerry's new podcast. Yeah, he's got another one. He's got a new podcast that he just launched called you will be offended. Yeah. So we're going to be dropping the promo for that at the end. And if, you, if you're a fan, go check it out. It's prob- yeah.
0: I know I know a fair amount of you probably found us from Yeah, through them, that. So. And we did the live show with them and as well as Brohio. I
1: think the rumor is we're going to be hanging out with them again this yeah, April we, for their yeah, local we might live do, show. I yeah. think we're
0: going to be doing another live show with them, which is going to yep.
1: be super cool. We'll probably have three more episodes out by then. Oh, <laughs> shush. <laughs>
0: But yeah, last year I think it how long it was like three, hours, three hours or something. Yeah. It, they feature so many different podcasts. And he said
1: it's gotten something like and I'm not I don't know if I'm exaggerating, it might be like fifty thousand listeners. The or last something. the yeah, one from it's last year. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're
0: super, super pumped.
1: Yeah, and we definitely have our ducks in a row and are definitely on top of the project. So no worries.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get it in.
1: Yeah. Um, so with that, I think that's about that's about probably got the the yeah, banter, no. the banter wrapped up. Yeah,
0: sorry, we try not to do this for too long because I know a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, well, I mean, no one has said they didn't specifically like our yeah. banter.
1: Whoever dropped that three-star review, though, your mom's a hoe.
0: Tom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking it back. We're keeping we that do in. Have, we have gotten a, a, a few, few new, new reviews, iTunes yeah.
0: reviews. We're up to like 77. Yeah, we're getting there, man. so cool. Let's get to 100,
1: man. Come on, review us, please, rate us.
0: Yeah, yeah, five stars.
1: Email us, hit us up. We love that Tim stuff. sandwich. Yeah. Ham sandwich. Dip your tit. Okay.
0: I think you are. I'm gonna first, go first, right? This time, yes. I know technically the last one you guys heard was Tom, but the Valiant I went Thor first because that was technically uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, well, it is well, what also, it is. Wait, What are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm actually drinking Rex Goliath Cabernet Sauvignon.
0: I am drinking. That's a magnum
1: bottle I got for eleven dollars.
0: Yes, I am drinking rosé out of a Boda box.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's that's what it is. Oh,
0: I forgot something else cool randomly that we did was we went to the jack olantern lantern Spectacular. Uh, if y'all which, are local in louisville go to or the, if you yet yeah, can visit it's, yeah it's, it's, it's so amazing. cool it's amazing it's a huge pump like Jack O'Lantern. i mean it really
1: it'll take your breath away it's so cool
0: thing you go it's in Iroqu- it's at iroquois park mm-hmm. and there's like stu- how many like thousands thousands of, thousands
1: of pumpkins uh, and
0: they're all carved and they're Insane. Varying
1: degrees of elaborate, but some of them are just like you couldn't even you couldn't even fathom you how can't, it was even You done, can't look you know?
0: anywhere without there being like they do them all up in yeah, the trees. There's a lot of cool all, visuals. Oh my God, it it's so super cool. it's gorgeous.
1: So if y'all are local or have plants to come to Louisville, make that yeah. a part of your plan before Halloween because it's super cool.
0: That is something I would totally recommend visiting if you're like a Halloween Yeah, person. be prepared like if, to wait in line though. That in. shit yeah. does have some lines yeah, going on. But it was it, it is really cool. Yeah. I just forgot about that, but was really
1: cool yeah that's our spooky spooky month update
0: okay so you yes you gonna go first
1: I'm gonna go first so just to get into this thing mm-hmm. before we even talk about it I don't know for sure but I think this this has been mentioned on our podcast before <clears throat> I think we were talking about some kind of similarities with people or something I don't know I just know that you and I have cons- have heard of this before. So when you get into it.
0: Um, you mean when you get into it. When, yeah, when into I get
1: it. into it, you're not getting into it. I'm, I'm a, getting into I'm it. I'm
0: chilling in my big blue chair that I scooted in from the other room. It
1: looks cozy. I'm on a bench. Yeah. I know, did build this you bench. You chose to sit there. Yeah. Well, I like this bench. It's I a like nice this bench. chair. Okay. Anyway, um, if, you, if you remember the story, just let me know because I, I might be tripping. Okay. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm sure I, it, I'll still have surprises because, you know, whatever. But
1: this is a roller coaster. I'll
0: let you know if.
1: I don't even I know. know how to, how to, what. How to know. What how to you know. know what to know. do with this. I Bing a bang. Okay. <laughs> this evening, we are going to be covering a story about twin sisters and their wild journey in England. I already know. Do you? I already know. Okay. I think. These sisters are Ursula and Sabina Eriksson. Yes. You know this? Born I... November the 3rd in the year of our Lord,
0: 1967 in Sweden. I am 99% positive. I know Okay, this. well, then
1: you can't say anything because if you say to you'll watch the whole thing.
0: No, I, but I, you know. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, I can be like, yeah, I know Ted Bundy, but then when somebody sits sure. down and tells me, and like, yeah. it never gets old to me. Like, I listen to this, I listen to podcasts that cover this, you know, same it's a, thing. F- it's a fairly. Everybody t- 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 yeah. brings up different things, and I can't remember every detail. Right. You remember, like, the small little thing. smidges. You know?
1: But this is a this is a this is a crazy story. It's a famous story, mm-hmm. so if, some of you folks might have heard this. So I might bring so, just a few things you might not there, be familiar I'm, with. I'm
0: going between two th- two twin stories that I know in my head.
1: Oh, so. oh well, there's a lot to this one. Okay, so just to begin at the beginning. I'm
0: excited.
1: May seventh, Ursula. So it's Ursula and Sabina and their twins. Mm-hmm. So Ursula arrives in County Cork, Ireland, to visit her sister. Um. Oh, I skipped a piece. So Ursula lives in America. Okay. okay. And Sabina lives with her partner and their two kids in Ireland.
0: Okay. Are you saying partner to be gender neutral or? I
1: I believe that that's the focus because everywhere except for one place that I read called it partner and only one source called it her husband. So just to begin at the beginning.
0: No, that's where you should begin if you're beginning.
1: That's a great place to start. (laughs) May 7th, Ursula arrives in County Cork, Ireland to visit her sister. Now right out of the gate, things get weird for reasons unknown. The two being Sabina and Ursula leave in the middle of the night and begin heading towards Liverpool, England. Okay. So it's likely that they traveled by ferry cause they didn't fucking swim. Right. Mm-hmm. They arrive in Liverpool at eight o'clock in the morning and head straight to the St. Anne police station to report that Sabina's partner had kidnapped her children. The clerk at the St. Anne police station called that police station in that area of Ireland because Sabina gave her her address and they sent a car to Sabina's address outside of uh, he
0: he had kidnapped them at their own house
1: well that's you know they she didn't have many details she was like and we don't have many details we just know that they went to a police station when they first got to liverpool right right, right. and they were i would just think if
0: he kidnapped them they wouldn't have been home well
1: some places that i some places that i looked into didn't even elaborate on what that was they're just like in regards to the welfare of the children or something like this okay
0: maybe yeah like a welfare check
1: yeah so they they send a car out there And they find that Sabina's partner and the children are completely safe and nothing weird is going on outside of the fact that Sabina and Ursula had vanished in the middle of the night. Okay. Sabina's partner noted they had not been expecting Ursula and that the twins had spent time together through the day and had returned home to sleep and in the morning they were just gone. By the time the police in Ireland got back to the St. Anne police, the twins were gone. Okay. So...
0: So they just like, were like went into the police station and then were like just reported like it. Out.
1: It took a while. It took a while for all of that communication to happen. Sure,
0: but like they didn't like keep them at the police station. They weren't they were detained like, by any
1: means. Like, no, hey, yeah. Bye. They were just like yeah, have a seat. We're gonna make There's some calls. Thing. Yeah. See ya. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: They had gotten on an express bus that was heading to Victoria, London, and again, right out of the gate, shit gets weird. They both they only have one piece of luggage they brought mm-hmm. one bag between the two of them mm-hmm. i mean they're identical twins they're the same mm-hmm. size you know what i mean uh-huh. so they're on this bus and they refused to stow their luggage it wasn't like a demand. it wasn't like you know like yeah, necessary like yeah it wasn't necessary but it's like recommended you know
0: Do they, bo- is it they have one between the two of them or they, they both have, have they
1: one had have, they have one between the okay. two of them okay? okay and so they don't they don't stow it in this compartment they hold on to their gear and they make it about, um, I think it's about 60 miles down the road before one of the sisters, and it's it's not said which sister, but they reported feeling really ill and needed to get off the bus. Okay. So the bus driver pulls I into this. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> I got the car sickness. Uh, yeah. uh, this bus driver pulls off into a service station, and the women get off. And they, oh, okay. And they take their bag with them.
0: Is this like a bus where like,
1: it's like an express bus. It's like a long distance bus. It makes bus. certain
0: stops, but it's not like a thing where you like you can't pull just, like a Yeah, thing. no. It's like okay. it's an
1: express, so it's only going to make so many stops.
0: Oh, but he, they, the, dude
1: the dude went did out of his way to yeah, like, he let her did. out. Exactly. Well, he wasn't was like, a, I don't want
0: to clean up your puke.
1: It wasn't a scheduled stop. Oh,
0: no. Wait, were they in England?
1: They were in England. I don't
0: want to clean up your puke. Get yeah. off my bus. I don't mm-hmm. want to clean up your vomit. I'll take you to the service
2: station.
1: <laughs> so he actually, they get off the bus, and he feels really weird about it. They were acting kind of erratic on the bus, just like a lot of nervous energy and stuff like this. As well as them bringing their bags on. So when they come to be, get back on, he doesn't let them.
0: Oh, they were trying to get back on after. They got stop. off.
1: They were trying to catch their breath and get back on.
0: Oh, okay. I thought maybe he was just going to be the like, okay, cool. The dude was like
1: waiting around. And while he was waiting around, he actually got in touch with the manager of the service station and said that he needed help with a couple of his passengers because they were acting funky. Okay. But a, a, it sounds like kind of random that he would just be like, you guys are stressing me out. Don't get back on the bus. Yeah. However, there had been a bus bombing in london oh. three years previous oh. so bus drivers were like told to yeah. remain vigilant no, he didn't have any right to be like what's in your bag well
0: so i was gonna say but like what if it was me, a bus driver i'd just be like all right get off and then leave yeah. you know yeah and he out. totally
1: could have but he didn't he waited around for a little while yeah because
0: um, if, if i was scared that there was a bomb in the bag why the fuck would i wait to see yeah. if they were gonna get back on yeah but i mean
1: do you so the bus driver gets in touch with the manager of this service station whose name was melissa dutton she comes out and the women are kind of milling about the place about the service station parking lot just acting kind of just like sketch you know just like tweaky and just a little weird All
2: right.
1: and they're they're huddled together talking with each other and, and just just generally seeming paranoid. Go
0: ahead. Do you know how old they are?
1: They're 40 years old. I can't remember if you said it or they're not. They're 40. I, I didn't, but I should have. They're 40 years old. Are they both
0: 40? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're
1: twins. <laughs> they're twins. Okay, I see that, but are they both 40 years old? No, I <laughs> hear you that they're twins, but well, are I mean, they that's 40? like, all right. Yeah, they're well into their lives, you know? Yeah. So the manager kind of just like kind of takes control of the situation and says that they need to look for another mode of transportation. The two begrudgingly agree and continue to kick it at this in this rest area, uh, this this Service station, yeah, and acting really weird. Uh, so Dutton, Melissa Dutton, who's the manager of this place, she calls the police.
0: Oh, wow, they must be re- being really fucking.
1: There's not freaking. a ton of, I wish I could have seen more of the details of yeah. why they were acting weird, but when what's coming comes, yeah, yeah. you kind of get an idea of yeah. what was going on with them, yeah. So she calls the police as the uh the bus pulls away and continues on its like, journey.
0: It's not 911, was it? It's 999, 9- 9-9-9?
1: yeah. <laughs> When police arrive, the sisters, so Sabina and Ursula, uh-huh. both claim they were just trying to get to London and were unfairly forced off the bus. The cops give them a number for a different bus service and they leave. The cops leave.
0: All right. So, Even though they asked to get off the bus.
1: Yeah, they they, to- they painted a different story. You know, yeah. they painted a different picture. Yeah. The They don't call for a bus. They take off on foot and walk along the central reservation of the M6 highway. So that means it's like the median, what we would call like the the yeah, space yeah. between two two highways. Yeah. The, that middle kind yep. of run there. It's called the the yeah, that's what that's called. Mm-hmm. The central reservation. <laughs> so the M6 highway is a huge highway.
0: Okay.
1: It's like the pl- it's like the road that connects all things seemingly in this area.
0: Multiple lane, like multiple, yeah, multiple huge lanes. highway. On both sides, huge right?
1: highway. And along it there it's monitored by uh CCTV cameras. So Yeah, but it's all Sorry. good. So it's monitored by CCTV cameras. Right. The whole highway is, and there's a group of people monitoring those cameras all of the time.
0: For sure. That's the purpose of them, right?
1: Yeah, so they're they're walking down the middle of this highway. Do we
0: have like CCTV all over here? I feel like it's every time I listen to a story that's overseas, they capture fucking everything. everything. And then here they're like, that it wouldn't even work." And I don't
1: think we have it as on a on the graduated scale yeah. that they do. Yeah. So everything that happens is on camera. Right. And there's a few, there's a few crazy things that are going to happen. Yeah. So there's a guy watching this camera and sees these people walking on the, this, through this median, you know, through this, through this, this walk. It's not a walkway by any means. It's a separation between these Very people. dangerous. Super dangerous. So he calls, um, the highway authority uh-huh. and dispatch them.
0: Okay. Okay. Just like a, a, a pedestrian driving or?
1: Well, I, I, there's no such thing as a pedestrian driving. Fuck off. <laughs> Just saying that there's these people walking down the the motorway, as they call it in London, they call or England, it's called a motorway, not a highway. So I,
0: meant, I didn't, yeah, I meant <laughs> like a citizen driving.
1: Yeah, a, so, a citizen. No, like somebody monitoring the cameras.
0: Oh, on the cameras. Yeah, yeah. Oh
1: fuck! All right, this is going well. Miss that little date. Whoop. And then, so there, as, after he's already dispatched them before what happens happens, but seemingly out of nowhere, these women run full tilt into oncoming traffic.
0: Great. Great.
1: So they cause all kinds of chaos because they just run into the middle of the M6. And uh, Sabina gets hit, what? Not, but not crazy, but she gets hit like in the leg.
0: What do you mean not crazy? I
1: mean, she does get hit by a car that's just cooking. You know, it's but, just going through the highway. Yeah, Clips her right in the leg. And then... What the fuck? Yeah. So as I said... Like uh, her
0: back leg just kind of was like...
1: She just gets whopped. Yeah. What the... Fuck? Yeah. What happens next is highway agency officers responded to the incident and police from the Central Motorway Police Group were called in to assist. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. So the police were also accompanied by a small television crew who happened to be filming a show called Motorway Cops with these particular police officers. Yeah, okay. Which, so just for some, this lady got hit by a car, two different police operations are headed to, to the scene and one of them has a TV show crew with them. But,
0: but it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that she just got like low key pegged on a fucking expressway.
1: Yeah, well, she's she's yeah All right. yeah. It's kind of crazy because this that actually kind of just pales in comparison to a lot of the the grander things that happen in this story, man. All right, for real. The um, sorry.
0: I wonder. Did the car? You might not know this, but did the car who pegged her? Did it? Did I don't they have stop? any
1: stories about. That, that part guy. no yeah. okay so the highway agency they managed to get get these women like sequestered on the side of the highway before the police show up with this uh this tv crew not only is it on these closed caption tv cameras that are that line the highway there's also a film crew there now right and that that's not that's not foreshadowing i'm just saying there's weirdly a, a film crew there so the highway agencies are talking to the police, getting the police updated, and they kind of have the women, like, they're not under arrest. They're not cuffed or anything, but they have, they're, have they like, holding on yeah, to them. Yeah, because
0: they haven't done anything wrong. They're I just mean, being it's weird tr- as fuck.
1: It's technically a crime to trespass on a highway. Oh. Yeah. All right. I learned that today. <laughs>
0: Good to know.
1: The police were getting a praise of the situation from the uh, highway agency when without without warning Uh uh-huh ursula Uh uh-huh who's the one that came from america yeah broke free and ran into on oncoming traffic right and 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 she gets hit by a mercedes-benz actros 2546 articulated lorry which is a truck they call them in england they call lorries it's a lorry like a a semi or it's like like, a semi oh
0: my no
1: Trav- and it was traveling at about 56 miles per hour.
2: Fuck.
1: Okay. Sabina then quickly followed her into the road and was hit head on by a Volkswagen ah! Polo traveling at high speed. What
0: the fuck? Okay. Are they just splattered all over the fucking thing now?
1: Okay. Now I'm going to tell you, I okay. when I was researching this, I went on YouTube and the whole thing is available. There's a thousand oh. different videos of it. And it's, I
0: maybe have seen this.
1: It's fuck. Yeah, I, I think we have.
0: I think I've seen the. I think you know some of this story. A little bit of the CCTV footage. Yeah, yeah. CCTV. The CCTV.
1: <laughs> oh, I, but
0: it, I think I, I totally forgot about it though.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. They're like on the. They're just like on the side of the road, and Ursula is insane. in like this green coat and just fucking dives. Yeah. Underneath yeah. the tires of this truck, like uh, it's right under the tires. How is she?
2: Is she Dude. dead? Dude,
1: okay, hold on. Let me keep going. And the wheels. So she Please
0: d- don't just in there.
1: <laughs> the wheels just roll over her. Woo. It's fucking shocking and scary and everyone involved is certainly traumatized. And then like one second later, Sabina just walks into traffic and hits this Volkswagen. She smashed well, so hard. Well, the Volkswagen hard. hits her. Yeah. They, they <laughs> hit each other. Woof. This woman's a force of nature. She smashed so hard into the windshield that it shattered. Jesus. And she rolls up. Onto the, onto the, you know, towards the hood of the car, like uh-huh. the bonnet of the car. Uh-huh. And dude slams the brakes, and she flies off forwards. Oh! And all, and, and it, she flies like a fucking rag doll. And I don't mean to make light of that. Like, it's literally like she just limp, limp noodle. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. The
1: Volkswagen was going 60 miles per hour. And it's literally all there's caught on film because still... there was a fucking film crew with the responding officers. Oh,
0: my God. I bet there's, like, still traffic. They haven't, like, stopped the... The, we haven't like shut down the expressway yet or whatever. So
1: police frantically stop traffic. <laughs> and that's that's all part of this this footage. Yeah. Is these cops just oh, you know uh-huh, uh-huh. and they immediately call for ambulances and right out of the gate they're saying we have two we have two fatalities. Yeah. Mean we have two fatalities. Yeah. Remarkably, they're both alive.
0: What the fuck?
1: Okay. Ursula's legs are just shattered oh. beyond belief. She's the one that, like, dived under the truck. Well, it rolled yeah. Over, it rolled over her legs. Ah, uh, Yeah. It's, like,
0: unbreakable, but she got broken. Yeah, she got, she broken. got super broke.
1: <laughs> but she becomes conscious pretty quickly and begins resisting the police. L- legs just shattered. And she's spitting on them. She's scratching and biting and just, like, trying to get away. And they're just trying to keep her calm. You know, they're putting, like, they're putting, like a shock blanket on uh-huh, her. They're just trying to keep uh-huh. her calm. She looks at one of them and she says... I recognize you. I know you're not real. What? Yeah. Sabina, who's the one that jumped in front of the Volkswagen. Yeah. Who's the one that was living in Ireland with her family? Yeah. Is unconscious for fifteen minutes before waking up and immediately stands up.
0: You think she's dead?
1: And they think they're both dead. I mean, you would think anybody anybody. Right, but when yeah. you watch this footage, which I will yeah. I will tag a YouTube video in the show notes with a with a, you know, yeah, like yeah. a trigger warning or whatever, but it is hard to watch.
0: If it's the one that I think that I've seen, I think I think I've seen it.
1: It's hard to watch.
0: Oh my it's god. It's just
1: shocking. So Sabina wakes up and immediately stands the fuck up. Just gets right on her feet and starts freaking out. The cops are trying right. to restrain her. She's resisting and they all note how unbelievable it was that she was even on her feet. And at one point, she punches a female officer in the face, just decks this woman. Bitch. Yeah, just decks her and makes a run for it, this time into the oncoming traffic on the other side of the highway.
2: What the fuck?
1: So, you know, the the, 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 the traffic on the other side is still moving. Right. And she runs into that.
0: Oh, my God. She's not hit. And they're like, and this is in... Um... England in England, so they don't have like they don't carry stuff like our like police do here. No,
1: no, they, they don't, don't have carry guns. Guns and they yeah. probably
0: uh, do they have tasers.
1: I know they have like defense. Yeah,
0: yeah. like bat- batons, but they
1: don't use anything other than right. anything. You know, oh they don't use God. any yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. On I mean, her. not
0: that they would want to like shoot yeah. them or anything like that. Anyway, but like subdue them with a t- I don't know.
1: So it's then said that emergency workers and several members of the public were able to restrain her. Which one, uh, Sabina? She's the one that woke up, got on her feet, and took off running.
0: The, Ursula, catcher, yeah, they
1: they, her? they get her, they get their hands on her, yeah, they get oh, her. Oh my god! Uh, and carried her to a waiting ambulance, at which point she was handcuffed and sedated.
0: Oh my god! Okay.
1: So Ursula, who's the one that broke her legs, was taken to the hospital by air ambulance. Sabina was taken to the hospital. She didn't
2: walk there. <laughs> well, that's really, really that's really insensitive. Well, sorry,
1: you're right. <laughs> sorry. Uh. So Sabina was taken to the hospital where despite her ordeal and an apparent lack of concern over her sister's injuries, she became calmer, more controlled, literally acting like a different person. She was released from hospital five hours later
2: the
0: fuck? where she was
1: taken into police custody. And of- this is
0: the one that lives in Ireland.
1: Yes, it's the one that's originally from Ireland, okay. yep. or not originally, but that's well yeah, the that's one where she the lives.
0: one that has the broken legs. It, it was she's the one from America.
1: She's visiting out of the blue, shows up. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so she's released into police custody about five hours later. She remains relaxed, and while being processed, they didn't even put her in cuffs. They didn't even put her in handcuffs because she was so relaxed. So. Okay. Yeah, which is crazy when you think about just it. She's
0: coming down off all the re- fucking meth she was on?
1: Maybe. Uh, they When they were both at the hospital, toxicology reports show there was no drugs or alcohol in their system. I should That's a great thing that you reminded me what? of right there. Yeah, they were completely sober. Yeah.
2: The fuck? Yeah,
1: there was no anything in their systems. And Ursula stays in hospital for, I, I want to say like six months. She's in hospital for I so I love that you're
0: saying in hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the, in
1: hospital. the hospital. Because that's
0: what we... But, yeah. You know, it's all right. So when, they, when that's they, nuts, though. So when they get her into... I don't even want to get a shot from the doctor without being drunk. <laughs> I'm
1: just kidding. But
0: like, seriously, what the fuck? Yeah.
1: So when she's in holding, when they take her in, because, you know, she, she committed crimes. So she's arrested? She is arrested, but they don't put her in cuffs. They take her to the... Sure. The, and she's like a she's like flirting with the cops, like she's Ew. being very normal and natural, acting completely normal. And it's it's a lot of it's caught on film. Still, a lot I of you it. She got a husband. Um, she's got a partner. But...
0: Oh, I thought you said they were married. It doesn't
1: diminish it, but yeah, she's got somebody. <laughs> at one point, she tells an officer, "We say in Sweden that an accident rarely comes alone. Usually, 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 usually at least one or more follows, maybe two.
0: That's kind of like death comes in threes. Yeah.
1: yeah. So right? and 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 the officers are just like it's like she didn't know what happened or she didn't remember or she was in shock. And she wasn't even or asking something. about her sister. No. No. Weird. No concern for her sister whatsoever. And twins
0: usually have that little mm-hmm. like twin bond thingy. don't they? Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to get into that. Oh, good. We're going to get into that. All right. On May 19th, 2008, Sabina was released from court without a full psychiatric evaluation. Having pleaded. What? Ha, yeah.
0: Why would they not give her? She ran into fucking traffic. Mm-hmm.
1: Having pleaded guilty to the charges of trespass on the highway or motorway, as it said in England, and hitting a police officer. I
0: feel like it should be endangering another person so as
1: well. Lives. So many lives. You can't many, tell me
0: that, yeah. like, yeah. somebody else could have gotten hurt trying to swerve Oh my gosh. Them yeah, absolutely. Or,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I don't
0: know. That's nuts.
1: The court sent sentenced her to one day in custody.
0: In what the fuck?
1: Which she had been deemed to have already served, right. having spent a full night in prison wow. or in jail.
0: Yeah, cool, smart. Sounds like a great idea. So she
1: is Free. released. Oh yeah. Right. Also, the bag that the women had.
2: Yeah.
1: There a bunch of weird shit in there. A bunch of broken cell phones. Uh, like because a thousand- they got run
0: over. They were already broken.
1: They were already broken and uh. and there there's a lot of conspiracy theories about this. There's a lot of like fringe theories and stuff, yeah. but I think that it it kind of diminishes the story to even talk about those based on what I think happened. Mm-hmm. So, I would just say there are some weird things that but it's, it, mostly it's the broken cell phones, I just A 1000 keep... bucks in cash and some clothes.
0: Oh, that's that's the content.
1: There's some other stuff, but it was like hodgepodge, it was like yeah, like like you packed real quick.
0: I just keep thinking of that um I just keep thinking of that like Dane Cook uh sketch when he's like talking about the dude doesn't he get hit by a car he's like his shoes fly off and he like fl- <laughs> like i don't know it's, yeah keep picturing these women just like rotating in the air with their shoes i flying mean off. you can
1: literally it's
0: uh, well what, yeah i'm gonna have to
1: hearing about it and then seeing it was just such stranger than you can't put into words what you what you feel when you see this happen it's so crazy fiction fiction
0: all right, well.
1: So Sabina's released.
0: I assume this roller coaster's not
1: over. She's released on just by yeah. herself.
0: Yeah, well.
1: So she leaves the court, and Sabina began to wander the streets of Stoke-on-Trent, which is a name of a street in London, okay. or an area in London. All right. Trying to locate her sister and the hospital.
0: Didn't they tell her where she was?
1: Apparently. If they did, she didn't. Rem- no.
0: Fuck, you would think they would like be like
1: It was probably the same fucking you know, hospital. She transpo- was it was yeah, guaranteed the same hospital. Yeah, it's guaranteed the same. Ho- and they might have. We don't know what kind of mental state this person was in. Yeah. Having just
0: Well, she wasn't at the hospital. She was at the j- she was in jail. She went
1: to the hospital and got released from the hospital cuz she got hit by got put two cars. Custody. and then got put into and custody.
0: custody. And then got released from custody. So I'm saying, oh, but she'd already been there so she 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 she, 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 she. she, so she, she should have known she, she, where to go.
1: She should have, but she didn't.
0: But they're also not from this area.
1: Correct. And if if and if, she doesn't have a vehicle. It's like us going to Costa Rica. No, well, yeah, kind of, and not knowing where the fuck know. to go. I mean, anyway,
0: yeah, well, weird comparison.
1: So she's she's walking through this random place. Mm-hmm. She's got all of her possessions in a clear plastic bag. It's like a th- she has like a thousand bucks in cash, Oh, okay. some clothes, whatever they released to her, and it's in the bag that the police gave it to her in. I
0: thought when you were arrested, they took all your cash and you don't get it back in America. Oh. F-
1: all right. <laughs> I can't speak to that, actually. I don't know if that's the case everywhere. I know it's happened to me every time I've gotten arrested.
0: Oh, all, all <laughs> dozens
1: of the times. So she's actually walking around the streets wearing her sister's green top, which was the same sweater that Ursula had been wearing when the accident happened. She's wearing that sweater. That her is it in bloody? the video, in the video, I can't speak to that, but in the video, it has no, to be no, bloody. she. So the when she initially charges and jumps under that truck, huh. there's a police woman holding her, uh-huh. and she like pulls herself out of the sweater, and dives under the truck. So the cop is holding the sweater, okay. and that's the sweater that Sabina is wearing.
0: Okay, because they had it, I guess, yeah. put it back in her position. They're
1: so. identical, like even you know later on in life, they still they still have similar body types. You know, they're like. Yeah. Similarly structured. You couldn't tell them apart. Uh-huh. So she's wandering the streets. And at Great. 7 p.m. on, I think it was May 18th. I think you should that's what definitely I said.
0: let somebody who's ran into traffic multiple times Just back out free, into the with, streets. Without a psychiatric
1: evaluation. It's kind of crazy. Just don't
0: run in this time. Walk the streets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so at 7 p.m. on that evening, two local men spotted Sabina while walking a dog on Christchurch Street, Fenton
0: christ church street
1: it's a just a it couldn't
0: just be church street or christ street no it's, it's christ
1: street it's Christchurch street christ church christ street. church street Why did this listen? listen, there are literally people that like, listen in england we christ gotta be careful church jesus street <laughs> christ church jesus amen street <laughs> oh, oh, thank you mm. that was a good joke yeah <laughs> so now here we got we got to remember these guys because these guys are going to be important to us okay one of the men was 54 year old glenn holished A self-employed welder, qualified paramedic, and former Royal Air Force Airman.
0: Whoa, what a little bundle of stuff. Glenn is Glenn is a sweet dude. I'm not sure
1: if it's if it's Hollinshed or Hollinshed, so I apologize. I think I'm gonna go going forward, I'm gonna call him Glenn. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And the other guy is Peter Malloy. So Glenn and Peter are just homies. right. They're just close friends. Sabina appeared friendly and just wanted to like engage with the dog. She and she interacts with them and she's like, "Oh my god, you're dog! You're so cute." You probably in don't know, accent. but what kind of dog? A very small and cute chunk. Is it really one. cute? A real cute oh, chunk. All right. It literally in my notes said "cute chunk." Oh, good. Yeah. So <laughs> that was the. That's what the. That's what my resources said. My many resources. Live from the da 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 da, and
0: there was walking a cute chunk. <laughs> it was a cute small chunk. <laughs>
1: Uh, so she struck the. She struck. She was petting the dog and hanging out. And I they, literally thought
0: you were about to say she struck the dog. I was like, no. I'm <laughs> I out. wrote down
1: they struck up a conversation. Oh boy. <laughs> she struck the dog. Words. Things got really weird. <sighs> so she's just kind of you know engaging with them and they're having a conversation and she's trying to find somewhere to stay and to find out where the hospital is and all this stuff and
0: and she just doesn't even look banged up, huh?
1: No not in the face not in the face you know because that tv crew follows her all the way through the booking stage yeah you know because as journalists they're like well this is obviously the story of the day yeah let's see it through and so her face didn't take like any kind of abrasions or anything yeah
0: it's wild all right
1: yeah so sabina while friendly was seeming a little nervous and it stressed out our guy peter Mm -hmm. okay that's that's our guy glenn peter is glenn's friend
0: I heard you the okay. first time you told
1: me. Peter is Glenn's friend, and they're talking to Sabina. Okay. Sabina asked the men for directions uh, to bed and breakfast or hotels. Uh, Glenn took pity upon her and offered to take her to his house on Duke Street. Sabina accepted and relaxed as she began to relate to how, how, how she, about how she was trying to locate her hospitalized sister. Mm-hmm. So Glenn's like, dude, you can come. I have a guest room. You can come stay. It's not. It's. It doesn't seem like anything weird or creepy. All right. He's just being a nice guy. That's what...
0: I know that this story is following her, but I'm also like, creepy. Don't go stay at random dude's Mm -mm, house. mm, mm, mm. He might have a cute dog. Yeah. But that isn't cute.
1: So the dynamic is is that Glenn and Peter have been friends a long time. And Peter has like weird vibes about Sabina. Yeah. Yeah. And Glenn keeps telling him like offhandedly like, dude, calm down. It's okay. I've got this. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know? So... They go back to the... That is
0: so bizarre, though. Yeah. You meet a weird, distraught... No way she's not disheveled. He, she's definitely disheveled. She's
1: super... Dis- and that's the reason that Glenn took her in, because he thought she was in trouble. I'm just okay. like, she needs somewhere yeah. to be. She needs a safe all right. place. All right. Come stay in my... I... Do from- you, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn was a good... Do gr- you Ging, Coco. Glenn's, a- Glenn- Glenn's all right, okay? You
0: go Glen Glenn Coco.
1: Glenn's okay, man. <laughs> so they go back to Glenn's house, and they're having some drinks, and her odd behavior continued... You know, she has a ton of nervous energy. She keeps getting up, looking out the window. And she's
0: drinking too.
1: Yes, to our knowledge. Before
0: it was like, she didn't even have alcohol in her system.
1: Yeah, she does now. Great. She does now. Peter was thinking she was on the run from an abusive partner. Okay. So they're at Glenn's house, but Peter's under the impression. He's like, well, she's, she's running from a dude. She's running from somebody that's hurting her. She appeared really paranoid. She kept offering the men cigarettes. They were all smokers. And she oh. keeps offering them cigarettes, only yeah. to like grab them out of their mouths. What they would be like smoking a, ci- they'd be putting the cigarette to their lips, and she would grab it and pull it out of their mouths and be like, "Those are poisoned."
2: What the you hell? You can't
1: smoke those. She was the one that gave them to them, right. and she's like, "No, they're poisoned."
0: Right? Maybe she was testing.
1: I don't know. Like, you know, she's, she's, she's
0: paranoid. Just- Maybe she's like,
1: and I think that this is another indication of some of those erratic behaviors that that she was experiencing, that that that, that people around them were experiencing. Mm. That 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 that
0: that. that Okay.
1: So right around midnight, Peter Malloy, Glenn's friend, is just skeeved out, and he's like, "I'm going home, dude." So
0: he was there too. That's why you keep mentioning it's him. It's Glenn. He went, they Peter, all went back and, to yeah, his house. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. 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 So okay.
1: Peter ends up leaving.
0: Yeah. He was like, "Goodbye."
1: I'm good. And fuck Sabina. Fuck this
0: shit! I'm out. Fuck <laughs> this shit! I'm out.
1: And Sabina stayed the night. Okay. Ooh. Full stop. All right. I don't think anything. I don't think all anything right. weird happened i don't know i wasn't there <laughs> <laughs> the next day around the middle of the day glenn called his brother regarding local hospitals in order to locate sabina's sister ursula i think his brother was actually like a nurse okay I was gonna say worked... why the fuck would he be yeah brother? i'm pretty confident based on one of the podcasts that i listened to that he was actually a nurse or in the field and had just better resources in regards to how to figure that kind of thing out okay and I mean, I would,
0: when, why wouldn't they just call the hospitals?
1: Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. Instead
0: of, whatever. Maybe. Yeah. Sometimes you call your brother. Yeah.
1: He's Glenn's a busy man. Is he? He's a welder. He's a frigging He friggin picked up a woman and, and they slept
0: till noon or whatever the fuck. Apparently. Well, <laughs> I don't think he, no, he probably didn't sleep till I'm noon. That's kidding. us. That's I'm our just lives.
1: Kidding. So that evening, like around eight o'clock while Glenn was cooking dinner he left the house and, and Sabina is still there. Still there. Still there. And this is the next evening. And they evening. have not found her sister? Not to my knowledge.
0: That's so wild. It's like, it wouldn't have been yeah. that hard. Okay.
1: Glenn goes next door to talk to his neighbor and his neighbor is cleaning his truck. Okay. He like maintains a like a a freight truck or something for someone and cleans it and details it. And he's outside working on that. Okay. And Glenn comes up to him and he's asking for some tea bags. Cause he's got to cook dinner. I've got this girl over here, mate. I've got to make some tea. All right. He <laughs> got any fucking tea bags, mate? He's
0: English and he's out of tea.
1: I can't speak to. To my knowledge, Glenn was a very warm and delightful man. Maybe is, was maybe she could really be.
0: wanted like a specific kind, and he didn't and have, have it. And Earl Grey. So
1: he went to ask his neighbor for a couple got of tea Earl bags. Gray. Yeah. Well, I mean, tea. I've got in this
0: woman it. in my house, and she's really wanting some Earl Grey. You say Gray. actually, you
1: say you got any PG Tips? Some what? PG Tips. What
0: The fuck is that? That's
1: the brand of the tea that everybody drinks is pg tips you you wouldn't that's say like the
0: only brand no but that's
1: a big one my mom always would be like oh go get some pg tips always all right in my vast english experience yeah
0: well your mom is english
1: well i'm
0: uh, your mom is my m- mommy oh
1: so the dude who's <laughs> cleaning his truck is like yeah dude uh i can give you some tea bags but like, give can't. me, give me I a few, can't. give me sorry. a few minutes. He's like, I know
0: you're just talking about bags. I'm just like, let me just teabag you. Like I can't. Yeah. American. F-
1: listen, English people fucking, it's not, it's a crazy, it, they drink a shitload of tea. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's like the way we drink coffee and beer. Like they drink so much tea. I don't know either of those things. Well, I mean either. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Glenn goes back in the house.
0: Did he get the tea bags?
1: No, because he was going to wait for the homie to finish washing Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's like, then I'll get you the tea bags. Right. So Glenn goes back inside without the tea bags. Oh, fuck. All right. And then about a minute later, mm-hmm. he staggers back outside, bleeding from his neck. What? His shirt is covered in blood. And he says to this guy, who, who, who I never found his name. I'm sure. If, if I can find it, I'll add it to the show notes, but I don't know his name. He said... She stabbed me. And the the guy says, what? What do you mean? What? She stabbed me. And he collapses. She
0: wanted that fucking Earl Grey, man.
1: She really wanted them PG tips, mate. What
0: the hell? (laughs) The thing
1: is, she wasn't even English. She probably didn't give a shit about the tea.
0: Oh, yeah. She's Swedish. Swedish. She's a
1: Swedish national, yeah.
0: I'm not even going to attempt a Swedish accent.
1: So he falls on the ground. Our guy runs inside. He's like, hold on. Just hold on. Runs inside. Calls 999 which is the you know yeah. the emergency yeah, line? Yeah,
0: I guess he didn't have a cell phone. And oh, wait, that, I don't know what year was this.
1: Uh, he he didn't have it on him if it was. Yeah, okay. He was detailing a truck, so he might have you know might yeah. not wanted to have his phone sure. around him. Yeah, as the dude, but
0: also I maybe mean, don't leave him laying out there when he just came out of a place where somebody stabbed him. That's, she that's, could come back out and stab him
1: again. That's just what happened. <laughs> okay. he falls. Dude runs inside. All right. Calls the calls the authorities. When he gets back outside, he's dead. Our guy he Glenn died? has died. Yes. Oh
2: no, Glenn.
1: Yeah. yeah. So while all of that was happening, Sabina, who did it, uh, but clearly. I, assume. I don't know if that's. I don't I was to say that. She flees the scene. Uh huh. She runs her ass off. She, uh, takes off and is caught by the nearby CCTV. Those closed caption cameras. They found her mm-hmm. fleeing the scene. She ran out of the house with a hammer. What? And was periodically just hitting herself in the fucking ah! head with it.
0: What? Yes. She hitting her own head? Just
1: bonk, bonk. With
0: a hammer. And it's like,
1: it's it's more like a mallet from what I was told, not like a full ass. I don't Still. Uh, but, uh, it's like one of those rubber coated mallets. Still. You, you know, what? like you use for like flooring or something, but she's still smashing her fucking oh head with God. it. Oh, my
0: God. What the fuck? Yeah.
1: So a passing, like a guy driving sees this and is like, this woman is, she can't just keep hitting herself in the head with a hammer, jumps out of the car. I would
0: never get out of my car to help somebody mm-hmm. hitting themselves mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. face with a hammer who's probably covered in blood because she just stabbed she's somebody. She's
1: absolutely covered in blood. No. And she's running through the streets like that. Imagine no. the, ma- the mania, no. you know? No. And... So he jumps out, and he's, he's trying to, like, grab the hammer from her. What the fuck? And while he's doing that, she screamed at And he said, he, I, I saw an interview with the guy, and he's like, she was, like, groaning and grumbling, like, uh, prehistoric, just, like.
0: Uh, maybe, like, possessed? Prim,
1: like, primal. Yeah, just, like, completely primal grunting and this. And then she fucking hits him <gasps> in the back of the head. No. and stuns his ass and he thought that she punched him he was like damn that that was a good hit but she actually had a fucking roofing tile in her pocket and smashed Uh, it on the back of his head uh, that she had had in her pocket
0: pocketed a roofing tile
1: yeah she pocketed a roofing tile
0: this bitch all right
1: so by this time Uh, paramedics and the authorities are have have are arriving uh okay because they saw her on the cctv they knew she you know, they knew her you know, it whatever led to it, the cops are already on the way. Okay. Sure. So they're they're there and she runs. Shocker. Okay. She runs at um I've heard I've, I don't remember if it's like a it's like a it's like, a, it's like um like an overpass. Mm-hmm. Uh it's called Heron Cross. Over like I, it's, an expressway. There's also like think. there's also like a roundabout and like an overpass. Okay. Um and then so the chase ends with her actually jumping off of that,
0: uh, over the
1: off of it. She's
0: Spider Man's over the fucking without it's the Spider Man abilities. 40,
1: 40 feet <gasps> off of the ground, onto a highway of oncoming traffic.
0: No, Understand this is that. not an. A-
1: this is she something is not that happened. Jason Statement. This is something that happened. Okay. Is that
0: his name? Is that you say it, Jason Statham? Jason Statham could totally Statham. pull it off, but she funny.
1: actually broke both her ankles. Well, no. No shit, right? That's it. And she fractured her skull, which is a—that's a pretty she serious. She should be her. dead. Yeah, yeah, she's invincible. I'm. That's literally the next thing I said because she lives and is taken to the what hospital. What the fuck? The same hospital their sisters in, and they actually spend like a really—it's kind of bizarre because they spend like a comparable amount of time in hospital. Because remember, she crushed her legs. She's not going well, anywhere. Well, yeah, you know. And then she's
0: also a fucking murderer now, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, Sabina is. Yeah, on June sixth. Two thousand eight, she was arrested while still recovering at the University Hospital of North Stratfordshire. Whoa, St- Staffordshire. Sorry.
0: Okay. So, are they at the same hospital? Like, I, is their sister at that hospital? I
1: can't speak to we that. I don't know. I, okay. There's no, there's no things to say that they interacted or saw each other at all uh, okay. since they were on the motorway, the highway. Right. There's no. I, if if there is, I wasn't good enough to find it. But I, I did a, I did a fair amount of research on this, and I didn't I didn't come across that. Okay. Yeah. So she was arrested and then when she was discharged on September 11th, 2008 while still in wheelchair, she was taken into custody and charged with murder, the murder of Glenn that same day. Wow. So actually Ursula was also released from hospital in September and relocated uneventfully back to Sweden and then to the US. Okay. So that's what happened to Ursula and that's pretty much that's pretty much what Ursula's story is. She didn't take yeah.
0: Ariel's voice and we become a large, sp- lops- or large octopus she might have been running from ariel gonna- we don't
1: even know <laughs> and, and honestly something that that came up earlier in the story but i didn't really think was relevant to mention uh she has they both have an older brother and sister and oh okay older brother whose name is bjorn at one point reported to swedish news that they were on the run from somebody
0: that the sisters were on the yeah, run from yeah. somebody.
1: That the sisters were on the run from somebody sinister. All right, is apparently what it, but that's all it. That's all it was because they were they were running from something. It seemed. Yeah, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, but why did you like put it out there straight? It
1: snitching. was. I mean, it was way after the fact. Oh. You know what I mean? After, it wasn't beforehand. Clearly, it was way after the fact. Okay. Yeah, clearly. So the trial was scheduled. Her trial. Sabina's, Sabina's trial. Yep. Yeah, was scheduled for February of 2009, but was adjourned after court encountered difficulties in obtaining her medical records from Sweden. The trial was then scheduled to start on September the 1st, 2009. So during this time, both the prosecution and the defense had her psychologically evaluated. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the rest of this story is kind of about her mental state. Yeah. Because when you watch the videos... And you see the stuff that happened. It's clearly not about somebody that's in a good headspace.
0: And but they, they didn't think like Ursula was just like. I mean, I know she like had was in trouble for the trespassing yeah. on there, whatever. But she had gotten than pretty that,
1: much the same charge as her sister, so time served, so right, she was so free she's to go. Just yeah. Good to
0: go. Yeah, and they didn't think to evaluate her as well. And
1: we'll talk a little bit more about Ursula at the end. I just wanted to take a minute to say something just about this. The rest of this story, okay, is that this, you know, this, you know, there's a lot of conspiracies about this. There's a lot of this and that. But based on the information, mm. uh, I find this to be a story about mental health. Yeah, and I don't want to say that I don't want to like I don't think we ever take light on anything or anything. This is just a remarkable story. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's and there's a clearly there's a, yeah,
0: but it, there's also like. Thus far, what you've told me, some like weird fucking there superhuman
1: shit. There are shit. some what weird elements. On? Sabina takes no shit. She is very strong. It's crazy. Yeah, she is very strong. Okay. Uh, I, but you know, it's 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 not about you know making light or anything. But I think there is a piece here that is. Oh
0: no, we're not, I'm not making no, no no we're not no no light about. Any I'm just of saying. I think there's
1: you know her being released the first time without being psychologically evaluated was kind of a miss. And so I think that, you know, it's just it's just another indication we got to take mental health more seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what happened next. So Sabina pleaded guilty to manslaughter with diminished responsibility on the 2nd of September in 2009, having stabbed her victim five times with a kitchen knife. What? At no point during her interrogation or during her trial did she explain her actions, only replying no comment to extensive police questioning. Similarly, at no time was the video of the M6 used in evidence at court. Uh,
0: yeah. I, so they found her mentally competent to stand trial?
1: At the time of the trial. Well, that This is, is mean, kind that of, be is be kind of interesting. So both the prosecution and the defense claimed that Sabina was insane at the time of the killing, although she had become sane again by the time of her trial. So hold on. Because the the defense counsel in the trial claimed that Erickson was a secondary sufferer of folly adieu.
2: What? Folly
1: adieu, which is something I'm going to talk about at the end of the at at the end of this episode. But it's essentially um, because she was around her sister. They were crazy. They felt they had it not a crazy. I'm sorry. They had like a, a mental breakdown because they were together. It's called the madness of two. It's where two people that share a delusion have it together.
0: But only when they're together?
1: That you, That's how it happens. That's what it is. It's a mania you experience with one other person.
0: What the fuck? Okay. Yeah.
1: And that it was either that or the primaries. The court also heard that she had suffered a rare psychiatric disorder, which made her hear voices, but could not interpret what they said, as well as an alternative theory that she had suffered from an acute polymorphic delusional disorder which is essentially like a short term delusional break like a short term madness a short term a short term delusion so uh-huh. that that plea was accepted by prosecution on the 2nd of September in 2010 and that just the judge which is a justice in England justice, justice sanders concluded that Sabina had a low level of culpability for her actions.
0: So it was um, a judge trial, it wasn't a jury trial?
1: I don't know if that's exactly how it works in England. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know, I can't speak to that. that. So here's what he had to say. I understand that this sentence will seem entirely inadequate to the relatives of the deceased. However, I have sentenced on the basis that the reason for the killing was the mental illness, therefore the culpability of the defendant is low, and therefore the sentence I have pa- I have passed is designed to protect the public. It is not designed to reflect the grief the relatives have suffered or to measure the value of Mr. Holland's head's life, which is Glenn. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: No sentence that I could pass could do that. It is a sentence which I hope fairly measure a truly tragic event. Sabina was suffering from delusions, which she believed to be true, and they dictated her behavior. It is not one of those cases where the defendant could have done something to avoid the onset. What? Yeah.
2: What?
0: What?
1: I mean, savage, but kind of true. So it's true, like you know?
0: temporary insanity due to my twin?
1: That Well, yeah, that's kind of one of the theories, yeah.
0: <sighs> what the
2: fork?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty crazy that she would never comment on anything, like what was happening in her mind right. or anything. She never was, was forced coming with that. Uh, so, yeah, she was sentenced in 2010. Wow. And was released from prison in 2011.
0: What? Yeah. She was only, what was she sentenced to?
1: <sighs> Five years. And she got five next years year. for
0: manslaughter.
1: Yep, with because minimal.
0: I guess because it's like, I mean, she basically yeah. got the insanity plea.
1: Well, yeah, right. She was.
2: Oh. Uh,
1: and she returned, and and this is, and she returned to her partner and children in Ireland, and yeah, as I said, and after it was dude over, she didn't Ursula even fucking America,
0: like peace out. He was like, it right, said that she returned to we're her going partner. To get yeah. Through this.
1: Uh, and well, and there's a that's that from one terrible. post that I read. Another post that I read said that no one has heard from her. You well, know, she what? just kind of that's fell off the map. Very conflicting. But yeah, that's that. But so I assume that you know, if she was legally released, you know, she probably went through a probation period and then she returned to Ireland.
0: But to her husband, like we're saying, her we partner, think that yeah. they're just still
1: yeah, fine that's, and dandy. Well, for whatever purpose, that's the end. Of, that's the end of the tale. You know what I mean? It's just, she was released, and the other and that's one went, and the other it. she she went back to America after she got released from hospital from breaking her legs. Ursula, yeah. So what? It the is crazy. Fuck. It's so crazy because the amount of media coverage that it got, you know, because it was literally on an episode of a show, right? You know, and then there was a whole another piece to the saga. You know, she wanders around London and kills the first guy she meets. You know, it's crazy. after
0: fucking <laughs>
1: escaping. I mean, like
0: it's like they were trying to commit suicide and it didn't work.
1: There, there was a lot of thought that it was a suicide pact.
0: But how? But also, how do you like? It's really bizarre that they didn't die.
1: It's crazy the amount of things that they that they both went through and like get hit dying. by a
0: car and then also jump off of a forty foot ravine. Forty or the feet fuck. is
1: so high. Yeah, that is so far to fall. Yeah, onto a. Highway. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just picturing her like landing on a truck and she's just like riding the vibe. Just like it's a truck. garbage truck, yeah. like in a movie. And and she's just, like just... standing on it, like full of, like te- <laughs> just surfer mode. Yeah.
1: Well that's not what happened.
0: Oh and So
1: that is the story of uh the Erickson sisters. And their crazy journey through England.
0: And we don't know if they've ever... They've, are they Have they ever... Ta- are they... Do they talk? Wow. Are they still sisters? What's happened? Is...
1: I think they're still sisters. No, I'm just kidding. But I don't... I don't know. Maybe they could, I don't know. I can't speak to that. Right.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, because... Oh, wait. You were going to yeah. read about the... What the... When yeah.
1: little... A two so What a, was a it? So, a folia do
0: A folly adieu.
1: Is a mental disorder that two people share an experience at the same time. If you and your best friend are convinced that her dog can speak English it may be a folie adieu, which is a french word for um, the madness of two all right uh, oh
0: a deux like it's when two people trois. have it's
1: when two people have the identical delusion believing something in true, believing something is true which could clearly not be it's called a folie adieu, or sometimes a shared psychotic disorder but
0: it's like crazy cuz they were 40 and it's like it only
1: mhm mhm and we don't know uh, be- And there's a whole thing that... Is it like a
0: trigger? Like a reason that it's triggered?
1: I I don't know. uh, So...
0: She got too close to the other brain.
1: This unusual disorder is more likely to occur in closely related pairs like twins or married couples or people who are isolated from other people. It means a shared madness or a madness of two.
0: Weird. And
1: the defense also in her trial tried to say like it happened because um, Ursula was mentally ill. And when she engaged... Yeah. With Sabina, Sabina became mentally. That's so what I was Ill. saying, like the brain yeah. got too close. Yeah. So either way, a crazy story. So sad. Such a such a that dark is story. Wild. But yeah. Just a crazy exchange of events, man.
0: Yeah. Ooh. And the fact that she just was only she only did like one year.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: For manslaughter.
1: Pretty crazy.
0: Woof.
1: Woof. Well,
0: good job. Thank you very but much. That was wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, and just, you know, much much love and respect to Glenn and the family of Glenn, who lost his life.
0: Yeah, that poor guy. He was yeah. just being a sweet person. And
1: they should have given her a fucking mental exam before letting her out of the fucking hospital after she ran into oncoming traffic. Oh, well, yeah. And just acting maniacally. I like, mean, Jesus. It's, just, Come it's on. just obvious. I mean, like, that's the only thing. Like, that whole thing could have... Pretend- but, you know, no, no system is perfect. Everything has its break- And it could downs. have been
0: like a... She was there. She got admitted for this. Well, and the things that happened, yeah, didn't get, you know? And it, I think uh, I think a lot
1: of it was how calm and collected she was acting. Right, they thought like, well, she's she's over it, whatever it was, you know, <laughs> yeah, she's through it, you know. She should have
0: very at least been put in observation somewhere for a suicide or suicide watch. Yeah, something because that's that would have been what it would seem. Yeah,
1: and you know, I mean, I'm sure this every system in every area in every district fails you know and sure. and so do the people you know nobody's perfect but it's just like man what if you know maybe maybe that wouldn't have happened but yeah who knows
0: gosh well good job hey, thanks man um okay
1: yeah so
0: are you ready for mine
1: absolutely
0: mine is a doozy weird as of the huge the
1: you never do heavy ones. I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: I didn't say it was heavy. Ooh. I said it was a doozy.
1: So it's a light doozy.
0: I don't. I didn't say that either. All right, here we go. Who knows? Okay. So, I'm telling you the story about Laurencia and Benbenic.
1: Benbenic. Benbenic. Benbenic.
0: Yes, and she later changes her name. Even Who Ben does. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Laurencia. Okay. She ends up going by Lori. So I am not going to call her Laurentia. She's going to go by Lori.
1: Seems a bit easier. Which
0: is fine. She's the one who changed it to that. So whatever. That's what I'm going with. Right? Right. So she was born on August 15th, 1959. Okay. And so Lori was raised Roman Catholic attended St. Augustine Elementary School and St. Mary's Academy in Milwaukee. This story takes place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. That's good to know. Way. That's good to know. And basically, I'm not going to go into full backstory like I do okay. a lot of times with all these different people that I'm going to talk about because there's so much to this story that I it doesn't really even make sense to tell their childhood okay. shit. Do you know what I mean? but she did end up going to Bryant and Stratton College where she earned an associate degree in fashion merchandising management Good for her. and after college she worked in a little bit of retail had a bit of a modeling stint she is a gorgeous gorgeous girl she was very very pretty she was so she was a babe so pretty yeah so pretty she even in 1978 appeared in a as Miss March in a calendar distributed by the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company.
1: Let's get Schlitzed. All right. It's All right. a brewing company. I was just talking about that on that little thing that we did.
0: Lori's ultimate goal, even though like we we see her as this beautiful girl who's going into fashion sure. merchandising, was that she wanted to be a cop. Oh, she actually wanted to be a police officer. She wants to be a badass. Her father was a police officer okay. and she really admired him and loved that, you know, everything that he did and wanted. To follow his role. Okay. So in March 1980, Lori began training at the Milwaukee Police Academy. Okay. Um, while still a trainee, an anonymous tipster reported that she had been smoking marijuana at a party. Same. She obviously denied the charge, and it was investigated a little bit, but was never, like, substantiated. And she didn't okay. get in into any trouble at that point.
1: But there were allegations that she was smoking the the devil's lettuce
0: when she was in the police academy sure okay she actually said later that she thought it was made by a wife of one of the milwaukee police officers who confronted her at a party about her clothing and like accused her of beating her husband on and whatever the fuck stupid so Lori ended up graduating from the academy in the summer of 1980 and was assigned to the south side second district of milwaukee good for her so while training at the Milwaukee Police Academy, Lori met and became really close with another trainee named Judy Zess. Okay,
1: good old Judy.
0: At a rock concert in May of 1980, they Judy was arrested for smoking weed.
1: There it is again. And
0: basically, it ended up becoming like a the subsequent dismissal from the, the police the from the police department for both. Lori and Judy, because Lori oh, was with fuck. her. So she got, they both got fired, right? That's a bummer. And that really fucking pissed Lori off because she was like, I wasn't doing anything. I didn't, I wasn't doing it the first time and right. I wasn't doing it this time. Yeah. And now I've lost the thing that I really wanted Her to career, do, you know, right? yeah. You know, I wanted to make my father happy and do this thing. And, you know, she's basically just, Kicked to the curb, without even any investigation or whatever, right? Okay. Um.
1: Does she become a vigilante and start like prowling the streets as like a, like a entry level superhero? You know? Well, I know this story. So. She's Batman. She no. <laughs> so that's Batwoman to you. <laughs> after
0: her dismissal, fired whatever, she finds out about these photos of other Milwaukee police officers.
1: What do you mean photos? At
0: this picnic party, okay? Okay. And it's these a bunch of photos of other police officers that are still, you know, police officers Policing. that haven't yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're naked. And they're Oof. like standing on picnic tables and like whatever and they're you maybe there's with their dicks and out. there's well, that's what naked means. Yeah. And then there's also like some naked girl, other police, uh, gir- or maybe girls. police woman. No, I don't think that they're the women, but it's just some naked women. And then okay. maybe we also see some drugs.
1: Oh, and sh- I mean, it's the 80s, so I bet they were just railing This coke.
0: lands in the, like, Lori finds out about this. And how does she's she, do like, we know
1: how she found out about it?
0: Uh, no, because snitches snitches
1: they do get the stitches no
0: but she does find out about it and she's like the fuck sure you're firing me for allegedly smoking Mm -hmm. yet I've got photo like evidence of these officers doing I mean I guess you could say illegal but definitely not shit that's like allowed in the code of conduct the handbook right yeah so
1: like, you don't have your dick out. Like, that's a pretty big piece to be in crap. <laughs> you just don't have your dick out.
0: And so she takes these photos to the Equal, Oppo- Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, arguing that while she was fired for a minor infraction, the photos prove that other police officers com- were committing more serious, like, violations and weren't being punished. Mm-hmm. And the EEOC encouraged her to file a distri- discrimination report. With the Milwaukee Police Department Internal Affairs Division. So Okay. She does this. All right. Okay. I'm giving you a few chunks of information that are gonna be revisited and I like
1: stuff. chunks. I like so, chunks.
0: Around the time of this her being fired and finding out all of this, she meets Alfred Fred Schultz. Fred Fred. So he's gonna be Fred. He goes by Fred. <laughs> Fred Schultz.
1: He better go by Fred.
0: Uh, she meets him at a bar called Trax, which is I guess this it's a bar where they all go to get fucking schwasty. Okay. And I apparently it's like where all the the cops hang out or whatever. Okay,
1: so it's a cop bar.
0: He's a 13-year-old veteran of the Milwaukee Police Department. He's
1: a 13-year-old veteran. Whoa!
0: Damn it, did I say 13? Born born the force. Did I say (laughs) 13-year-old veteran? God damn it. He's a 13. Year veteran. <laughs> Dope. Woof. Ugh, she'd have her own other <laughs> problems if he was 13. It's
1: like Doogie Hauser but the cop. Or can you imagine him just falling? We got a middle school age super cop. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shot in the line of duty.
0: So he also works with the Milwaukee Police Department. Okay. Well, she doesn't anymore, but. And Fred had two sons and was recently. Fred
1: di- and Fred. What? Those were his kids' names.
0: No. He was recently divorced from his wife Christine, okay. in November of nineteen eighty, Lori and Fred basically it's a whirlwind of a mar- of a relationship, and they get married after two months of meeting each other.
1: Oof! When you know, you know.
0: And they were married in January nineteen eighty one, literally like six not no four month four months after he is divorced from his wife Christine.
1: That's pretty quick. Pretty quick And turnaround. him and
0: Christine were married for 11 years.
1: It's a pretty quick turnaround for all that. Also,
0: Christine is still living in their home. She's got custody of their sons.
1: Okay. So they're divorced and they're still living in the same house?
0: No, no, no. Christine and Fred. Christine is Fred's ex. Yeah. She she has the home and okay. the boys. Okay. And he is not living there anymore. He's living else And okay. now he is married Lori. Okay. At the time of their marriage, around this time, Lori, seeing as she wasn't a cop anymore, mm-hmm. she was working as a personal trainer at a health club and was living in an apartment with Fred and her friend Judy Zess, who I mentioned earlier.
1: Yep. Her her stoner buddy.
0: Yeah. Later Lori gets a job as a campus security officer at Marquette University.
1: Okay. So she's still doing you know, she's still she's you know, she's still working, she's grinding. But she's before okay. she gets
0: the job at as the security officer and she's sort of in limbo judy is like well why don't we go get a job at this it's like a playboy club basically and okay um laurie gets a job there for a few weeks saying but it's not something that six it's not a big deal but she does work there for a, a few but she's not stripping she's not a, she's not doing well, they
1: used to have those like playboy like clubs and like yeah. bars and they would all yeah. all the chicks would walk around dressed or all the women i'm sorry sure. all the women would walk around like she worked there
0: in. for maybe like three weeks and that will come back into play but into play boy no playboy but, but it, it's not doesn't stick she doesn't it doesn't really work for her okay. and she gets this job at the um security officer as a security officer at marquette university we're gonna go down another little different path okay this, i'm ready i like many story jumps Kind of all over the place. So on May 28th, 1981, at about 2 a.m., someone entered the Milwaukee, Wisconsin home of Christine Schultz. Okay. This is Fred's ex-wife. Fred's ex-wife. Where she lived with their two sons. Sean was 10 and Shannon was 7. And the intruder entered Christine's bedroom with a gun, tied her hands together, gagged her, bound her, you know, the whole Uh thing. Then went across the hall put a gloved hand over Sean's mouth and nose and apparently maybe slipped some wire over his neck where Sean was able to see him but didn't hurt him, obviously woke him up, frightened him or whatever. Uh He then went back into Christine's room and put a gun to her back and shot her where it went directly through her back into her heart and killed her.
1: Jesus Christ. Well, like point blank or?
2: Yeah. Oof.
0: I mean, it was to her back, yeah. Oof. It was actually Sean, the, the oldest son, that called for help. Okay. Actually called somebody to be like, this is what happened. I don't know, you know, a young kid, like mom, shot, whatever. He probably didn't know what was going on. Yeah. But he was the one who called for help. Um, There was no evidence of a break-in, and the doors had heavy-duty locks, including a deadbolt, right off the bat your prime suspect is gonna be
1: somebody in Fred, the home Fred. Yeah, somebody in the home. The ex-husband. Yeah. Fred, right?
0: Yeah. Well, Fred has an alibi, right? Fred was on duty with his partner, who could also verify, yeah. corroborate that they were on that he was on duty with him. But Lori, his new wife, his mm-hmm. very new wife,
1: was home alone. Uh, okay You're doing, you're doing, this is like snapped by Andrea right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Lori actually had plans with friends, uh, with a friend that night Uh who canceled and said that they ended up having to work instead. So she ended up just being home alone. So she has no alibi. At this point, it's like, okay, it's not Frank because he's got an alibi. Yeah. He's with his partner. They were apparently investigating a burglary at the time of the shooting. Yeah. But she's home alone, okay? To jump forward a little bit, they run ballistic testings. Well, okay, no, I jumped too far ahead, actually. Don't jump that far. They know that she was shot with a, a 35 caliber. Okay. Frank's on duty gun was a 35 caliber. Oh, good. His off-duty gun that he also had, his personal gun was also a 35 caliber. You know what you like. So They run ballistic testings on both of the guns, which they say show that the off-duty gun was the one that had to have been the murder weapon.
1: Oh, shit.
0: So the only person who had access to said murder weapon Mm -hmm. was...
1: Lori, who was home alone without an alibi.
0: Yes. And also... Lori had access to what keys else? to Christine's home because Frank had made a copy of his son's key uh, without as, her of course, knowing. Yeah, so Christine yeah. didn't know that he had copies of the key, but he did. So there was okay, so there was a copy of the key to their to his old home, to Christine's house, and they're saying that the murder weapon is this, you know, off duty thirty five caliber yeah. that Lori was the only one who had access to. Okay.
1: Okay, I'm with you. That's troublesome. Sure. That's all very okay. also, That's all very damning. They also
0: say that the bullets match with this 35 Shit.
1: caliber. Also. Okay.
0: The oldest son had said that it was a man. He saw the person that came into the house. That it, it was a, dude. a man with a long red ponytail.
1: That okay. was wearing
0: police shoes.
1: Police shoes.
0: His father is a policeman. Sure. So he would know what, what police, police shoes, shoes look, look like. like.
1: Yeah, Like standard issue police, like shoes. The gun like cop shoes, that was boots. used that
0: he saw the gun, it would look like it was old and rusty. Keep those things in mind. This is the son that's saying these things, right?
1: So we got a ponytail. We got some boots and a rusty gun.
0: We have a red, What is what is, he says is a long red ponytail. Okay. So another piece of evidence that they. What
1: color is Lori's hair? Blonde. Okay,
0: Very short blonde.
1: Okay, so short short hair. Yes.
0: but at this point, the reason I'm bringing these like things up against her is because they're obviously pursuing her. Sure. Frank didn't do it. who else would have done it?
1: Yeah, you always go you always look closest to home right, right? you always look at the husband or the ex-husband probably. But.
0: another piece of evidence they find a red wig in the plumbing system
1: oh, of the fuck. building that she was living in lives in. Damn.
0: They also find two hairs on Christine when they're doing the autopsy that match hairs apparently from Lori's hairbrush.
1: Oh shit, son. So she was wearing a wig. She would have cop boots because she was a cop. And she She works in security. At some point. She works in security.
0: Frank's son is adamant.
1: That it was a dude. That it
0: was a dude. Okay. And that it was not his stepmom and that his stepmom would not have done that and he would have recognized her. Okay. But nonetheless, they're like, bing, bang, boom. It's Lori. It's got to be. So, what happens?
1: I don't know. I'd like to know, though.
0: June 24th, 1981, Lori, she's working her public safety officer position. Yeah. She is arrested at the age of 22 for the murder of she's Christine. She's only
2: 22 at this point? hmm
0: She is arrested for the murder of Christine Schultz.
1: Okay.
0: After she is arrested, she is released on bail, and Frank is totally behind her. She couldn't have done it. She didn't do it. No. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Also, November 1981, After a few months after she's, Released, Frank and her get remarried because in the state of Wisconsin, you cannot get remarried after you have to have been divorced for six months before you can get remarried. And he was only divorced from Christine for like four months,
1: but he so he got he he ended up getting back with Chris.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Oh, yeah, she's dead. Sorry,
0: Frank and Christine got divorced, and after four months of the he married. Lori, which in the state of Wisconsin, you, you have to be divorced for like six months before, can before you can get remarried. So okay, they were okay. married and then they got remarried when she was on bail. Frank is like on her team. They get remarried. Frank gets her a lawyer and is like, I got you. They're going to figure this out. They're going to find out that you didn't do it. Blah, blah, whole blah. Thing. Right.
1: He's, he's team Lori.
0: At the same time, there's this whole case against... The police department for these photos,
1: as there should have been. I mean, honestly, Frank
0: is also in these photos.
1: Oh shit! I,
0: we don't know a hundred percent if Lori knows that Frank was a part of this because okay. I don't know why she would get with him if she knew he was in this whole photo photo scandal right. thing. Right.
1: So she turns in these photos.
0: She goes... After ex- she's excused from the police. And there's a case against the police then department. Then she starts...
1: And then she literally marries one of the guys in the pictures. Just to clarify. I think
0: not... Yes. I think not Whoa. knowing that he was part of it. Whoa. Well, when Lori is arrested and charged for this murder, those all of those charges against the, the police department are dropped. Ooh. Because the state is going fully against Lori and they want Frank to be able to testify in Uh, the trial against. No. Okay. They want him to testify about the weapon because it would have been one of his weapons.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And they're like, do you want Frank or do you want Lori? And the state's like murder case. We need to go against Lori. They dropped the whole thing. against The whole picture scandal. Gone. What? And they're full on to Lori to get her to be convicted of this murder because mainly because they want Frank to be able to testify
1: at the trial. Wow. That's a big piece that they would just drop the entire police corruption Mm -hmm. piece.
0: So Lori's trial generates a tremendous public insane newspaper fucking frenzy sure and they start to refer to her as bambi because she's this doe-eyed oh my pretty gosh pretty woman she even to this day has always been known as Lori bambi bambinic and Lori she bambi bambinic is not her name is not bambi she hates that she hated that they were calling her that whoa the prosecution portrayed her as a loose woman addicted to expensive living who wanted Christine Schultz dead so that her new husband would no longer have to pay alimony uh-huh. and that the mortgage of that home. Uh-huh. And they pointed out that Lori also had financial problems and claimed that Lori was the only person with the motive, means, and opportunity to carry out the crime. The strongest evidence was was that the two human hairs found at the crime scene matched ones taken from the hairbrush of her. Yeah, that's okay? kind
1: of troublesome though, yeah.
0: Sure, for sure. Absolutely. There was also testimony from her good friend Judy who said that she had overheard and been told from Lori that she wanted to kill Christine.
1: Oop. That'll and do this it. is
0: testimony that is used on the stand during trial, right? So just a quick little recap. We've got the red wig found in the plumbing of the building where she lives. Yeah. She has no alibi. She's living, you know, she's home alone at this point. Sure. They run ballistics testing on both of the guns, which showed that the off-duty gun was the one used. They matched the bullets. They also say that they found the two hairs on Christine. Her friend Judy says that she overheard her saying that she wanted to you know, kill her tough. And then Fred also testifies about where the weapon was and that he did not have it on him. And that Lori would have been the only one who had access to it. He's still supporting her, whatever, but, he sure, does but he's testify, just
1: kicking the facts. Yeah.
0: And you know, what's really fucked up is if they hadn't dropped the charges against the police department, which he was involved in for the photos, uh-huh. he would not have been able to testify. He would not have been able to say any of that on stand.
1: Whoa, because of this police corruption case? But that was
0: dropped, so, okay. The jury takes about three weeks to deliberate. Okay. And Lori is found guilty of first-degree murder in March 1982 and sentenced to life in prison in Techita Correctional Institution. Woof. So you would think...
1: That the story was over. Right,
0: that's the end, right? Yeah. No.
2: Of
1: course not.
0: Clearly not. Lori's sentenced to life in prison. Yeah. Immediately after she gets into prison, she gets a letter from Frank, her husband, who's uh-huh. so supportive. And it says, goodbye and good luck.
1: What the fuck?
0: He's like, fuck this shit, I'm out.
1: Uh.
0: <laughs> right? And then he actually ends up Shortly after that, moving away with a 19-year-old. Oh, shit. So, okay. Cool, Frank.
1: So, hold on. They're married still, legally. Yeah. They're still married. He doesn't divorce her. Right. Okay.
0: About a... I think it's like a a, a year into her prison sentence, she gets another letter from Frank that says... Uh, Serving her with I'm going to be with this 19-year-old... We're going to divorce. Bye. Wow. But literally, like, her first night in a prison, after he's been supporting her, he got out of this lawyer, whatever, she gets this letter, goodbye and good luck.
1: That's fucking savage. Poor lady. Poor thing. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in prison, Lori B actually became a model inmate. And she was highly respected by her fellow prisoners. <laughs> she- I
1: swear to God. I'm so sorry. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say, like, she became a model inmate Oh, it, like cuz she was in, in a modeling. Model. I was like, what are they doing a fucking Jesus. calendar? What the fuck?
0: No. Um she earned a bachelor's degree from the University of Wisconsin Parkside and helped found a prisoner's newspaper. Good for her. But she also didn't want to fucking be there and didn't think that she deserved to be there sure. because she claims her innocence, she yeah. She was innocent for sure. And she ends up filing Three unsuccessful appeals because oh, once fuck. she's in there, she starts to re-examine her case and she starts to find out a lot of fucked up shit and she starts to find out that a lot of the stuff that was used against her in court is bullshit.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: She also she finds out for one that. The statement that Judy made against her uh-huh. in court that. She said that she wanted to who murder, was her
1: fucking homie. That she
0: wanted to murder Christine. So Judy recanted that statement because she claimed that she made it when she was under dis- duress. Oh. OK, Laurie and her supporters also allege that Milwaukee police may have singled her out for prosecution because of her role as a key witness in the federal investigation against the police. Okay. And their corruption, okay. with the, pi- the pictures, and some other
1: oh, shit going on, right? Shit, is this some dirty, co- even dirtier cop shit? Uh, I don't know.
0: Lori's supporters also suggested that Fred may have arranged to have someone else murder his ex-wife, okay, and potentially framed Frame or Lori. One possible candidate is a man named Frederick Hornenberger who was a career criminal
2: mm-hmm.
0: and briefly worked with Fred. Yeah, his name is Frederick, but yes, it's sure, Frederick. Sure. And he briefly worked with Fred on a remodeling project and was a former boyfriend of
1: who? Judy Zess. God damn.
0: And several weeks before Christine Schultz's murder, okay, Frederick Hornenberger had robbed... Judy and beaten her okay. to a fucking pulp while wearing a
1: what, what was he wearing wig. Well, oh shit! And apparently, this motherfucker something
0: similar to the outfit that that he wore. was seen in the potential Christine Schultz murder.
1: What the? Fuck?
0: And according to a number of affidavits that emerged following Lori's conviction, sure, Frederick boasted of killing Christine Schultz to other inmates while he was in jail but publicly he vehemently denied it all the way up until his own suicide in jail that uh, he when he was serving his 10 year sentence for the crime where he beat Judy fucking Epstein him. and yeah he killed he committed suicide in November 1991
1: uh, so, so then you know there's no way to prove you know there's nothing yeah, they could do about it yeah we don't even have it that anymore right right
0: there were also questions raised as to the accuracy of the information and the evidence used in the trial dr elaine samuels the medical examiner who conducted the autopsy had originally concluded that hairs covered recovered from the body were consistent with that of the victim but after dr dr samuels had come to that conclusion the hair evidence was examined by diane hansen a hair analy- analysis from a crime lab in madison wisconsin dr hansen stated that the two hairs were consistent With samples taken from Lori's hairbrush, right? Uh Well, Dr. Samuels refuted that claim, stating that in a 1983 letter, quoted in the Toronto Star in 1991, that she quote, "I recovered no blonde or red hairs of any length or texture. All of the hairs I recovered from the body were brown and were grossly identical to the hair of the victim. I do not like to suggest that evidence was altered in any way, but I can find no logical explanation." For what amounted to the appearance of blonde hair in an envelope that contained oh, no such hair at the time, shit. and it was sealed by me.
1: That that is a sassy clapback, and that's She's I mean like, wait, that's wait 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 I never, I never, never said blonde, that those yeah.
0: hairs were were. Damn, from... and
1: and this is this is years later.
0: Uh yeah, <clears throat> I mean because, um, Lori, you know, fails to three different appeals and it's finding all this stuff out. And a lot of now that she's out of appeals as she's getting, um, you know, has supporters and things like this, of this nature. Right. Oof. well, the apartment where Lori and Fred lived shared drainage with another apartment where, okay, so this wig was found, right? Sure. Well, it also came up that the woman who had the other apartment, she said that right before this murder happened, uh-huh. Judy came a knocking at her door uh-huh. and asked to use her bathroom.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The minute after this woman left, her plumbing never worked right again.
1: Shit. So she goes into some so rando's house, Judy tries could to have dump it.
0: Taken, no, no, no. taken Going to the apartment that she knew the drainage connected to uh-huh. and flushed this wig. She's also been beaten to a fucking pulp by her dude who also worked
1: right right yeah okay holy shit
0: so now so while in prison you know she's been there for i don't even know how long at this point i think maybe like 10 years or some i don't know but at some point she meets her cellmate's brother okay She's like, her soulmate's got this brother. And she's like, who's that? And her soulmate's like, that's my brother. And mm-hmm. she's like, ooh, I want to meet him. And oh, they, cute. they do meet. His name is Dominic Gugliotto.
1: Woof. And Gugliotto? Yes.
0: <laughs> and they actually begin a relationship. They start to talk all the time. And then, you know, I was listening to an interview with him where he was like, you know, I at first I had no intentions of becoming... In a romantic, however you can, sure. in prison relationship with her. But I enjoyed talking to her. And then we slowly just kind of fell in love. And one day he was sitting there talking to her. Because, you know, that's all they can do. Sure. And he was like, man, you know, how are we going to get you out of here? What are we, You know, how are you going to get out of here? And he said she, he was really taken aback because Lori was like, oh, my God, you do that for me? And he was like, whoa, wait, wait whoa. She's like, you'd you, you get me out of here? Like, you'll get me out of here? And at this point, they're engaged. Okay. And he's kind of like, yeah. Oh.
1: So fuck. they come up with a plan. God, she Now he's going to kill somebody. To get
0: Lori out of prison. Uh-huh. She tells him about a window that is in the laundry room where she said it is open. It opens a lot wider than it's supposed to. Because she thinks that they were, like, doing some construction work in there. And they sure. didn't put, like, this one specific bar back in the window to make it to where it could only open a certain amount. huh So, she's like, all right.
1: I'm going to fucking jailbreak it.
0: I'm going to go in there. And they're not going to check on me. Because when I'm doing laundry, they don't check on you until you're done doing laundry. Because they know that's all you're doing in there. So, on July 5th, 1990, she makes her way into the laundry room. Doop-a-doo. And she fucking... Dips out the window.
1: Oh, no. I didn't see this happening.
0: And she apparently sees a car, but doesn't know if it's him. And luckily enough, she ducked and it wasn't him. And then next thing you know, she's like hoisting herself over these fucking fence. And she finds him and she's in his car and they're gone.
1: Whoa. And then they pull a full El Camino.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Her escape is huge fucking news all over the media because she's hot She's accused of killing her husband's ex-wife. Sure, now sure. she's escaped. She's got a shitload of fucking supporters. People start making t-shirts. Of course. That say, they say run, bambi, run. Nuh-uh. They start making bumper stickers. Run, bambi, run. Everybody <laughs> wants her to fucking dip and not get caught. No. And way. there's even folk, like a big folk song, like written about her. And it is like big fucking news. So Run
1: Bambi Run. They
0: escape from <laughs> They go from. They just get in. They just. They just, just go. talk about it. We just drive. and We just drive. and We drive. And they go towards Canada. They f- end up fleeing to Thunder Bay, Ontario. So well, they, ma- they make it. So they get to the border. Uh huh. And they're like,
1: "Where's your passports? Um, this well, and
2: that." Well,
0: Gugliotto, before her escape, uh-huh. he stole some birth certificates of people that would be of similar age to them. Okay. And he had those. But you know, to get you have to have a passport and shit to get to Yeah, there. yeah. Well, they get to the border and they're like the in the car that also that he apparently stole, or either he stole it or he Damn. or he or he masked it this He's way. A it fucking has G. just married on the back.
1: Oh, you're not getting pulled and over with that. And stuff like that. So yeah. they get to
0: the border and they're like, Her purse was stolen and we don't have any of our, you know, passport or IDs, but look, we have our birth certificates to prove who we are. And they're like Oh, what are you coming here for? And they're like, we just got married. We're, we're here for our honeymoon. They're like, how long are you gonna be here for? Two weeks. They're
1: like, welcome to Canada. Get the fuck out of here. And they let got them in? in. Whoa. Right. Oh my God. Good for them. I hope they go on to live a happy life as different people. Uh,
0: she ends up using the name Jennifer Gazana mm-hmm. and got a job working as a waitress and obvious and apparently a fitness instructor.
2: Wow. So I was
0: like, chill, chill, dude. Chill, Lori. Doing a lot. You know, fitness instructor. All right. Do you. you gotta mm-hmm. stay fit. hmm And they are living their life. And they even come up with, I read somewhere that she said, if, if somebody spots me or somebody notices me, I'm going to call you and I'm going to say, like, my dad is sick or my dad is dying. And that is like the... That's the code. We got to get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Right? Yeah, okay. So, basically, she's living her life as a waitress. They're kind of doing their thing. Uh And she ends up getting approached by, like, a detective that's like, do you know this person? Are you know, have you heard of Lori? And blah, Uh blah, blah. blah. And she's like, no, that's not me. And he's like, okay, all right, sorry, my mistake.
1: Sure, doing that that typical detective thing.
0: So, she's like, the fuck? They got me. They're on to me. She calls him, does the dad sick thing. They're... They to their apartment. They're packing everything up to get the fuck out. Uh-huh. The Royal Canadian Police show up. Oh.
2: Uh, and
0: they are... Boned. Found. They were on the run for about 90 days. 95 days. And one of the main reasons they were caught was because... Well, A, it was got so much hype because of uh-huh. everybody in America who wouldn't the- stop talking about it. Like, run, Bambi, run. These shirts. These, sure. All this shit. And then they did America's Most Wanted on her as well, and I think a neighbor or somebody saw, saw her, her and was like, "What? I think that might be her."
1: What a dick!
0: They are arrested.
1: Hold on, really quickly, because the thing for me is that like, she didn't do it.
0: Well, she certainly doesn't think well, that we she don't didn't.
1: think. I don't think that. I don't think right now that she did it. And yeah, you kind of just. I was kind of rooting for her to like, oh maybe, yeah. but you never well, know. You always twist this shit around. So <laughs> around.
0: <laughs> They're caught and arrested and. But she pleads, or she files for refugee when they arrest her. Because she's like, yo, I don't want to fucking go back there. They're fucking me, and I'm out of, please, I'm not going to be able to get out, and I don't want to go back there. And Canada's like, okay, I guess we'll look at it. I (sighs) guess we'll look into it, yo, you know. And she's like, she's like, conspiracy, yo. Like, no. Yeah, Well, she ends up, they end up keeping her in Canada for about a year and a half. Uh-huh.
1: Um, is she detained in Canada? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. for
0: sure. I think they even have her in solitary confinement. Or if she's oh, either wow. in solitary... or I think she's in... I don't know. But they call the state and they're like, all right. And they make the promise to do a judicial review for her to see if, if she is eligible for a new trial. Sure. They say, no, Fuckers. there's no conspiracy against you. But there's a bunch of fucking problems. We do... We do agree with you there. Okay. And so. I feel like the problems
1: were all pretty conspiratorial. although I bet it was the fucking.
0: End up getting her a new trial. Whoa. So she is finally sent back to the United States with the promise of a new trial there. I think she's held in. That's when she's in solitary for like a year, or some shit, probably mainly because she escaped. Sure. And all of that shit that I brought up is, you know, brought up. Oh, something else that they find is that Fred's alibi Uh was bullshit. He was, he wasn't out and he was with his partner, but they were at a bar drinking. Uh They were not on duty. They were not working a robbery, as they said. And Fred and his partner were the ones who actually collected the gun, his off-duty gun.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Which... His partner even said appeared to be dusty, fully loaded like it had not been shot, and shiny. Whereas the gun that the son said he saw was rusty. Was rusty or, you know, not rusty, but like worn, Mm -hmm. right? And the ballistics start to show that the gun itself wasn't a match at all. It wasn't his off-duty gun, and it couldn't have been his off-duty gun. And that the whole match of the bullets and all that was was bullshit. And that it had to have been his on-duty gun. Or a gun similar to that. Uh Uh-huh. Also, there was blood found on the gun, but not on the off-duty gun. There was blood found on his on-duty gun. What the fuck? And the blood found on it, when they tested it, was type A. What was Christine's blood type? Uh Uh-huh. Type A.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: So, they're gonna get her a new trial. But... You know, how all that shit goes with money and the testing and da-da-da. And they approach Lori with a plea deal. Okay. They say, you plea no contest. So she's not saying she didn't do it. She's saying no contest. And you can walk. You can go home. End of story. Bing, bang, boom.
1: Let's put this thing to bed. So we don't have to do a trial again. Or. Or go to trial. Yeah.
0: She's like, fuck this. Uh, No, no, no. Her dad is really sick. And the one thing that she wants, the one thing her dad has told, told her was, I want to see you out before I die. I want to see you exonerated
1: for this. Oh no. So she's
0: like, I want to have time with my dad before he dies. So she takes the plea. No. So she's out. She gets to walk. She goes home. She's out of prison.
1: I thought she was going to say, fuck you. But she's out. Yeah.
0: Where she had life.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: So Lori Benbenek was paroled December 9th, 1992. Credited with time already served, Wow. she then graduated with honors from the Uni- University of Wisconsin Parkside, the first female lifer admitted to an extension program, and she took a degree in the, in humanities. Uh huh. A movie was made about her. A movie was made about her life called "Woman on the Run," uh, was developed into a two-part miniseries starring Tatum O'Neal from. Uh, Ben Bennett's book, which she also wrote, Woman on Trial. Uh-huh. She rode around in a limo, bought a Jaguar, went on a book tour, gave speeches, showed her paintings, and appeared on Oprah. Whoa. Well, also something that happened was that...
1: I swear to God, if this if this thing takes another turn, I'm going to shit my Well, this pants. is
0: just a, a weird piece to it. Um, Dr. Phil, uh-huh. his producers, said that they would agree to pay the $20,000 DNA testing that would... Clear, Lori. Sure. To show that her DNA was never actually there. But she would have to agree to be on the Dr. Phil show for the results to be read, whether it was guilty, not guilty, or sure. there, or not there, whatever. Sure. yeah. So she agreed. Ratings! She was put up in a second-story apartment in Los Angeles before the show's taping. But she was under such crazy, constant surveillance and felt like she couldn't leave that she got had super... Um, Post-traumatic stress. Oh, my gosh. And it reminded her so much of prison and her being in solitary that she fucking had a panic attack, freaked the fuck out, tied some bedsheets together. No, she didn't. And tried to jump out the second story of this apartment. Oh, no. She ended up falling and she fell so badly that she cut an artery in her foot. What? And almost bled out and died, which is the point where she had to have her foot amputated. What? Yeah. What? (laughs) And never did the Dr. Phil show thing. And ended up suing the Dr. Phil show after she lost her foot and ended up inevitably later on in life living off of a lot of the money that she made off of this Dr. Phil, like, shit.
1: What the fucking <laughs> fork, dude? I know. Are you serious?
0: Yeah. Weird, right? Whoa! So eventually... That's crazy. I guess right around all that time, too, she began getting very really tired of all this attention. Uh-huh.
1: This is actually when she changed her What name. happened to, her, to her, her boo, her dude?
0: Well, th- it, fizzled. it fizzled. He ended up going to ha- having to go to prison. She was still in Canada. Damn. She said she really did love him, but,
1: but he, you know.
0: So she eventually tired of all this attention, which is actually when she legally na- changed her name to Lori.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And she got involved with a drug dealer who gave her some weed and cocaine, which violated her terms of parole. Stop it. She spent two weeks in jail and then had to live with an electric monitor. Um, I thought that was going to be so she much She then contracted hepatitis C and moved to Washington State where she was basically penniless and was really wishing that people would forget about calling her Bambi and forget that she was ever, like, you know, a part of this insane shit. Uh. She ended up living off of, like, the Dr. Phil money and, I think, like, disability from losing her foot. Uh-huh. And on November 16th, 2010, she was slipping in and out of consciousness and was very near death in hospice care center, suffering from liver and kidney failure. And on November 20th, 2010, she died at hospice facility in Portland, Oregon at the age of 52.
1: Oh, uh, So that's
0: the very like um
1: Tragic tale.
0: Tragic truly
1: story of glory. You fucked around Bambi and made me think there was the gonna minutes. be a happy ending, you dick. Well, she got out. And then every she lost a fucking foot because yeah. she ran from Dr. Phil. I know.
0: She jumped out and Did like, she drink herself to death? Yeah, it was like yeah drinking and she ended oh up notably having like liver God. disease and got in, you know, with the bad shit again and
1: was uh, just like not that working and poor i don't think she i don't think she had anything to do with any I of it i
0: absolutely don't think that i don't think had she had anything
1: to do it i think that now first of all i i don't i believe that there are absolutely brilliant and incredible police officers i believe largely the police system is important but sometimes, I mean, it's there. There's corruption everywhere, and I think that was. I think oh, it was yeah. a true sign well, of and police whole, corruption. The real
0: like kicker is that that whole police corruption shit was dropped. Yeah, and you know, oh, and the minute God. she goes to prison, he pieces out. It's just like goodbye and goodbye. Was luck. he just
1: like? Was he just like there to keep fucking tabs on her? Uh, like, he hired the, the lawyer for it, which she
0: also thinks had a lot to do with it because she thinks that he. The that reason the that lawyer, she, you know, like called it in yeah didn't like bring up key oh things God. that would have proved her innocence
1: whoa that everybody needs to know that story Isn't Holy shit. that so shit.
0: crazy I, I feel so
1: terrible for Lori.
0: i hope that i told it okay because it is a nutso story with a you lot did of great pieces. i
1: wish the ending was not what happened though.
0: i know you really oh my I, I wish God, it was just like dude i mean she uh. did go on to like be successful with the movies and the book deals and all for that for a minute but then it, for know, a minute it, it just all came in to be too much for her and her dad died yeah and that really you know said and she only i mean she just died i can't
1: believe she fucking lost her foot jumping out of a yeah. window trying to get away from dr, dr. phil <laughs> i mean i get it but what and, the fuck
0: i mean she's only died nine years ago so it's not like you know what i mean
1: it's only 50,
0: what did i say 52 yeah i know and the bumper stickers and all that stuff is so crazy it was literally we like should
1: it, try to find some pictures of those though so i'm on the yeah install.
0: oh i will because it was yeah. literally like like, Bambi from, like, the Disney movie. and was Like, oh run, Bambi, God. run.
1: That had so... That is not at all how I saw that story I know, right? At all. I thought somebody was going to come to justice.
0: It totally feels like it's going to go down the exoneration piece, but, you know. And yeah. she spent her entire life, up until the point that she died, trying to continue to get her name, to get herself to exonerated. Clear her name. But part of pleading no contest was like... It's, it's you over. can't.
1: Yeah. Was that Double Jeopardy or whatever? And not Double Jeopardy. Is that what it's called?
0: No, it was... I mean, she... What is that fucking she, called? You're thinking of double jeopardy, but that's not what it is. Yeah. It, it's it's because that's when you can't get convicted of the same oh, crime right, twice. Right, 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 right. But she was, you know, when she when she pleaded no contest it essentially didn't say she wasn't not guilty. She's just saying right, she's whatever. not right. not guilty. Yeah. So there was no way for a court even even all the even all the way she would got she got like really far in the court systems when they were just like we legally can't overturn yeah. this because of, of your no, no contest. contest. Yeah. So
1: because you pled no contest, yeah. It ended it. Wow! Yeah. Holy shit! And I just watched shit. some interviews with
0: her, like sort of like towards the end of her life, and it was really, really sad. Like, oh she's my just, gosh, like, that broken, poor, poor woman. Yeah.
1: It's a, it's whoa.
0: So yeah, that's the story of Lori Bambi Bambenic. <sighs> but fuck that, her name wasn't Bambi.
1: That yeah, she she probably hated that. She
0: did really hated. So.
1: Well, fuck. Thanks for listening to another another lighthearted episode. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, at least it wasn't too. Brutal. Sure, there was no. only one murder. It was just it was just a
1: tragic tale of this woman losing yeah. everything for no fucking reason. And also,
0: reason. Christine Schultz not getting any yeah. justice really because yeah, we, we we still don't I even think know. It was who, the, I think it was Frederick. I, it
1: was Fred or the fucking ex husband, dude.
0: I think it was Frederick. The, yeah, the guy who worked for him and also beat the shit out of Judy. Yeah, who clearly then probably beat the her shit. into doing that sh- that what stuff the to fuck? pleading that that she. Uh, yeah overheard her saying that yeah. and, and saying that she all was, at the know, behest
1: of some crooked ass fucking cops yeah. like what the fuck yeah
0: and all she, and all Lori wanted to be was a cop.
1: That's all she wanted. I feel like she got the really shitty shit. She shitty... really did. Man. And lost a foot. Oh jeez. Yeah. That probably takes a pretty big emotional toll as well.
0: I'm sure all of it did. She also spent a Man. ton a ton a ton and ton of time she went to prison when she was twenty three.
1: Oh, uh, so young, still so. I got a couple of buddies, twenty three years old. Yeah, dumb as shit. Yeah, you still don't. You still have so much to learn when you're that young. You know, a couple of silly things.
0: Yeah, and Fuck. I mean, all, ugh, the crazy thing is, her escape was the best thing that could happen to her. She never would have gotten out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if she never would have made it to Canada, she never yeah. would have got asylum. No. Oh yeah. my god, that's this. Literally sounds like Breaking Bad. I like know, it, it's. it's nuts, oh my right? god. I know. It's
0: nuts though. Jesus. I was uh, when I heard that story. I was like, "Oh my god, I have to tell that."
1: What so. the fuck? Okay.
0: So yeah. <laughs> Everybody thanks for listening.
1: Yeah, this is a doozy we're right now before we've edited this thing. It's like 2 hours. So, so but we're probably not going to break it up. Shut up now. We're
0: going to we're going to leave yeah. this one as a solid one. We're going to try to
1: churn out a couple more. Hopefully
0: it was easy to follow. I know it was kind of all over the place. Let us know. I will um post pictures yeah. as always cuz yeah. she was a, she was gorgeous.
1: Jesus, so sad. All right, guys.
0: All right. Thanks for listening. See you
1: soon. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Are you sick of everybody being so sensitive these days? No matter
0: what you say, everyone gets offended.
1: Then we've got the podcast for you. I'm Jerry.
0: I'm Amanda. And we're the hosts of Warning You Will Be Offended.
1: A podcast with no filter. If you're offended easily, this is not the podcast for you. We can't even talk about most of the topics on this promo. You won't want to miss Amanda's Fact of the Week. Ooh, can I tell them about torso porn? Absolutely not.
0: Can I tell them what color whale poop is?
1: No. So subscribe today to Warning You Will Be Offended.
2: It's pink! Damn it!